This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. On this first episode of The Great Equalizer, we give some insight into who we are, who we are as mothers, where we find ourselves in this crazy phase of life, and why we've decided to open up about it. Hey, Charlene. How's it, Sam? (laughs) (laughs) Right, we are here. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for for joining us and for tuning in to listen to our crazy ramblings. Um, Charlene... Who are you? Where are you? Where do you find yourself right this now, this minute? What do you want the world to know about you? It's funny because it depends. You could ask me that question on any given day and the answer will always be different. And I think moms would relate to that because you're asking me that today and after having a terrible night with both my kids not sleeping for some reason, I wake up this morning and I said to my husband, I'm like, you know what? On lack of sleep, on this much lack of sleep, on days like today, I just could not give an F about anything. So, where I am today, I don't know where I am and I don't actually fucking care where I am. <laughs> am I supposed to be somewhere? I don't feel like being anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. You just, you said to me, uh, you just don't feel like adulting. Yes, and that's how I feel. But you know what the scary thing about motherhood is, and I know you can relate to this, Sam, is that... Kids don't care where no. you're at. Like no. they get, they get to have a bad day and have tantrums and lose their shit, which Josh does often. And Josh is just for the listeners' oh, sake. So my two and a half year old, my okay. little boy, and he does. He like on Monday he had a terrible day, and my husband was like, "Listen, is he getting sick? He doesn't have a temperature. I wonder what's wrong with him." I said to him, "No, he's just having a bad day. We have bad days. We just have a different way of expressing it." Sure. It, Freaking irritates me that he gets to have a bad day and he can just be in a bad mood, throw his toys, and no one gives him shit sure, about it. Sure, and it's like, oh, shame, you know. A shame he's having yeah. a bad day. I don't get that. I don't get to have a bad day. So if I have a bad day, luckily I have my husband that I can vent to. But if he's having a bad day, I can't, I can't put that load onto him. I've just got to carry it myself. And I must say, I miss, I miss that Charlene. The Charlene that had the opportunity to have a bad day and and binge watch movies and chow popcorn and drink wine because yep. that's what I needed. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and that Charlene was pre-kid Charlene. To, yes. To clarify. Yes. Okay. Now you've got Joshi, two and a half, and you've got Jessie little Lynn. Red, Jessie Lynn. Yeah, aka Little Red. Yes. <laughs> and she's, I must say, I mean, she... She's the light of my life. It's so, as much as, and it's it's strange because, I mean, you've only got one kid and everybody says this to you before you have your second child. Sure. They're like, love for your children. It's not like a, a piece of cake that you just cut into smaller pieces and so now everybody gets a little bit less love, but they do get a piece of the pie. Yeah. It's not like that. It's almost as though the pie just inflates when you have a second yeah. one and, and everybody gets a bigger slice of love. I don't know where it comes from, but f- just when you imagine you can't possibly love your kid anymore, somewhere it comes from no out of nowhere and you just have so much more love. And Jess, 
has been such a blessing. Completely different kid to Josh. Completely different baby. Even looks different. Doesn't yeah. Josh <laughs> looks hundred percent like you? And <laughs> in the supermarket the other day, pushing both of them in the trolley, the <laughs> lady in the queue behind us says, "Oh, she's so cute with her red hair." I wasn't there. It was uh, Red was alone with okay. the kids. So for the listeners' sake, little Red looks a lot more like my husband than mm-hmm. what she does. Look, she doesn't look like me at all. Josh looks more like me. Okay, your husband's name's Red. Red, okay. yes. So the chick in the queue behind Red says to him, "Oh, is she, your little daughter? She's so cute." And he's like, "Oh, thank you." And so she says, looks, points at Josh in the trolley, and she's like, "Is that her cousin?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how different they look. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So and I mean, Jess, uh, she was a fairly easy baby, different, quite a different experience than what I had with Josh, and um, she's also just so happy to just be like she wants to. Be held and she wants to be with you she doesn't like to feel alone but she can sit on my hip for hours and i won't even hear a peep out of her josh was a very moany baby like (laughs) the whole time and sometimes you know that they just need you but you want to just give them to someone and be like can you just deal with this or just or just dude just Sit by a page through a book while or don't something. You? <laughs> I was just trying to like shower, you know, do basics this morning. And uh, just for reference, uh, my husband Ray is traveling, he travels quite a bit, so I often do the solo parenting bit. And um, m- yeah, mornings are quite stressful for me because I don't know how to, to get it done. Because Elijah, my uh, one and a half year old, um, also lights of my life. But oh my word. Drives you crazy. <laughs> he drives me insane. He will not let me do anything without, right now, especially because daddy's away, you know, I've got to be holding him every five seconds. So I wonder, I don't actually want to gender stereotype, but like, yeah, our boys are similar. Let's put it that way. Yes. Very needy. But you know what? And yeah, it's risk. It's a risk that you take to gender stereotype, but I notice it more and more. Boys are just freaking needy. But then as men also, aren't they just needy? Like man flu is a real thing in our household. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just be honest. And the other day I had... I had my husband sick, I had Josh sick, and I, thank goodness, wasn't uh, sick yet, but Jesse started getting a, an infection as well. And I mean, there's no way you can't get your, avoid your little baby getting no. sick when the whole household's sick. No. Oh my God. I thought Rhett was on the cusp of dying. Like, I was like, have you sorted out your will, buddy? Because <laughs> I, I don't know, if you survive this, I'm not going to survive it. Well, let's be honest, as Oshaleen, um, if you were to have gotten sick, would, would anybody have cared? <laughs> no. Would it have mattered? That's exactly, that is exactly my point from earlier. I'm so glad that you said that, Sam, because <laughs> kids and husband, they don't care. Uh-uh. They, they just don't care because life carries on and you just have to carry on. You don't get the opportunity to get sick. I must say, on, on the flip side of that point, I'm lucky though that as much as Red sometimes drives me crazy, um... He is very helpful with acknowledging how I just power through everything. And he does often acknowledge it and so give me the credit. Props, you get and, the credit. That's yeah. nice. I, because I suppose he also just realizes, listen, I can't do anything. I can't do anything about this. So I'll, just, I'll give you credit. I'll yeah. just say, thanks, mom. You're, you're great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I must say, Ray often saying, like, today, uh, it was just an accomplishment. Nobody gives a shit. But... I had an appointment at nine o'clock. I had to wake up, shower quickly. I managed to do it while Elijah was still sleeping. 
um, somehow get us both wrangled and out of the house by quarter to eight so that I could drop him off at creche. He goes to a creche um, in the day while I work and uh, rush off to my appointments. And it, it just like it just seemed like this insurmountable task last night. <laughs> oh, and with no power this morning. Oh, so. yes. Yeah, for, yeah. for everybody um, who's ups. living in Josie, you know, we're suffering load shedding and, and as well just random outages. So, yeah, I had no power when I did bedtime last night, no power this morning. And yeah, so I did it all with and so without power. And so I sent Ray a message that, you know, I was in the car just as I was about to leave my driveway. And I was just like, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Nobody cares. And, and he also manages to, to whip out the occasional like power mom well done you're doing an excellent job and just hearing those words is like thank god for my husband that because i think a lot of women mm. and a lot of moms don't get that mm. and i see so, that a lot with friends you know they just um i look at their lives and i'm like how do you live like that yeah. i would murder yeah i would lose my mind yeah so but then also i mean i think about you sam who has to do the solo parenting thing often I'm not exposed to that as much as you are. Mm-hmm. Although Rhett does run his own business and sometimes he's not he's there but he's not always present because he has to keep sure. this thing going, which I can understand. But I I just I I'm not a patient person, oddly enough, and I have two kids, you you have no choice but to be patient. No, yeah. But something you're gonna have to exercise. But in that strangely enough, in that scenario, I'm patient with the kids for the most part. Mm. And Red often says, he's like, Josh, you, you don't know this woman like I know her. You are <laughs> testing her. <laughs> like, I run a tight ship, but that woman will end you. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> hilarious. Which makes me feel a little bit terrible. I suppose maybe that's where I get the, the courage to be calm then because I don't want to be that person. <laughs> but yeah, that, those kids, they will, any kid will cut you down to size in no time. Well, yeah, that's why we're here. We're talking about this show is called The Great Equalizer. And that's just it. It's, um, we're all going through the same thing here and I think we failed to realize that, you know. Mm. Um, We'll chat a little bit more about that as we go on. Um, what I want to hear from you is you said something interesting. You know, you if you're having a bad day, pre-kid Charlene could just have like binge watched Netflix and like, I don't know, poured herself a glass of wine, a strong cocktail or whatever and, <laughs> and sat and just felt sorry for yourself. And that's cool too. Tell me more about your pre-kid life. Tell me more about who you were. You know, we both actually, for our listeners sake, had a job change since having children and you know that's always a big thing so who were you you know it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to define if I had to because I remember the most distinct feeling I had after having Josh was I still I'd look in the mirror and I'd still look like me to me and for the most part I still felt like me but it felt like I was outside of my body looking in yeah. onto me. I don't know how to explain it any better yeah. than that. Well, here's the thing. I think I think a lot of the moms um, and potentially dads listening will probably know that out-of-body experience. And that's why we're doing this, you know, to, to touch on those nerves because it's something that we don't talk about. So mm. carry on. Yeah. So I think I, think I was... I was it's so weird because on some days you'll ask me and I'll be like, you know what? 
I think my kids, they completed me because I only became who I was supposed to be once I had them. Mm-hmm. But a part of me does miss who I was without them. And that, I mean, as terrible as that sounds, because there are people who can't have children and all of that sad, horrible, ugly things that someone would listen in on this conversation and think you're being ungrateful and all of that. We're just people. I'm a person and some days I feel more like that and others, other days I feel less like that. But fundamentally, these children have made me, I believe, who I was supposed to be. That might be a different person than what I was used to being before I had them. But I and I face a lot more challenges and I'm a lot more tired, not not just because I don't sleep, but because there's just so much that you are responsible for yeah. as a mom, emotionally and physically yeah. and just day to day. So that takes its toll on you. Um, before kids, I was sexy at home with my husband and we we had fun all the time we still have fun it's a different kind of fun we laughed all the time then we still laugh but we laugh at different things now <laughs> way we, different things yes. right and so did um, you also do lots of dinners out yes my husband and i went to movies mm. all the time we used to cr- go to this restaurant and critique the the thai green curry there and go to the next restaurant and be like oh this thai green curry is much better yeah oh, i love the sushi there i love it <laughs> now we can't even go out to a restaurant that's got a kid play a kids play area because it's a freaking yeah i can't take my kid to a place where there's a play area because it's too nerve-wracking and look if you do then you do it in shifts right like okay i'm gonna eat my food yes um you go do you mind eating you know you say to your husband do you mind eating cold food no 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 that's okay we're (laughs) we're used to it by now actually you know i've got to be honest i'm probably always the one who's eating cold food so i'm off with elijah at the restaurant (laughs) (laughs) i'm off while while ray eats and uh, then when I, you know, I kind of glance around when he's done, then I come back and I finish my food. Scoff down and, some cold food yeah. while he's quickly keeping an eye, only for long enough to allow Elijah to be distracted by the fact that he's playing with daddy and not <laughs> and with not mommy. mommy. Exactly. Until he realizes, I want mommy. And then dad's like, well, this kid wants you. I tried, but the kid wants exactly. you. And you're like, could you try a little harder? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes. Yeah. Restaurants are a thing of the past for now. Yeah, for so now. yes, we did do lots of restaurants and we did do movie nights and we did do crazy random things. And um, it's just, it's a different life now, which you also get used to. But I can see very easily how marriages take strain, how relationships mm. drift apart and and all of those things. What, what I think, also, I, I don't even some days I don't even feel bad for not having given my husband enough attention as much as I used to or um, putting that sexy outfit on at the end of the day and trying to seduce him please tell me that you haven't had time since having a child to ever put on a sexy outfit because I might just hate you right now I'm trying to think now. I don't think it's actually shame. It's sad because <laughs> it happens on such few occasions that I don't actually need the, the no, no. I just drop the towel after my shower and then we're good. <laughs> so no, I don't. I, I, okay. I haven't. No. I kind of feel a little bit better. <laughs> no, I haven't put on a sexy outfit and uh, try to seduce my husband and be all sexy in the bedroom. There's just no time. No. What I'm grateful for is that he's happy with me just dropping. Just drop the towel. Yeah. Okay. 
Anyway, yeah, so I do, I miss movies a lot. I miss watching movies. I love movies. I just, um, it's one of my favorite pastimes to just switch off my mind and unwind. And if it's a sad movie, to have a good cry and get those emotions out. If it's a funny movie, to just have a laugh. And never in my life again, I think until the kids have left home, will I watch a movie uninterrupted. I don't think. No. I think that part of my no. life is over. Oh, I hear you. And that's if you if you are not too exhausted to even and try and watch no, a movie. No, I don't. I can't. Like, two hours is too much of a commitment for me right now. So, <laughs> And that's movies just at home. Like, forget about, like, movies. Even houses. going out yeah, to yeah, movies. Yeah. That's, like, not happening. No, you know what I've started doing? It's sad, but I, like... Just for some adult conversation, so while I'm alone here with Elijah, I put on Friends and I just <laughs> watch reruns in the background. We have been doing that <laughs> since Josh was born. Can I tell you? Just to have some kind of entertainment, but you kind of know Friends so well that you like, it's okay to have it in you the background. Can kind of, you can kind of, you start laughing you, before yeah, the joke comes exactly. because you know what Joey's going to say next. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay. Quite right. This morning, well, in the evenings, this is literally, it's so funny you said that because it's literally part of our evening routine. We arrive home, we play a bit with the kids, then it's dinner, bath time, after bath, I'm busy with Jess, Red's busy with Josh. Then we swap, depending on how loud, loud Josh screams for mommy. Then oh. dad takes over with Jess. Then Jess goes down. Then both of us are on bed with Josh. On, on his bed, I put him to sleep. Then Red starts dinner. And by the time I come out of the bedroom when Josh is asleep, then Friends is playing on the television and Red's busy cooking. And then we have dinner with Friends playing in the background. And then I quickly do a last few emails and things. And then I go off to bed with Friends playing in the background. Yeah. So that's just that's just life. Oh, Lord. That's, <laughs> that's what, life. What now. would we do without friends? <laughs> Thank God for friends. Um, so over and above our, you know, going out and just what we did for entertainment. I mean, we don't even have to go too much into it, but there's so much that I would say I miss about myself. I miss my old body, right? I miss my body being my own. Mm. Now, since daddy's been away, Elijah sleeps on top of me and then the cat takes my legs and I physically can't move. So my whole left side is kind of like all wound up and I need to go see a chiropractor. But I'm just like, what's the freaking point? It's just going to get all like tired. Mm. <laughs> it's just going to go get fucked up anyways. And it's worse. Let me just live with the pain. <laughs> exactly. Oh, plus there's that freaking time to go see a chiropractor. Yeah. yeah. Besides then, that, breastfeeding, my boobs are I was just going to say, like, your boobs are just not your own. And God, even if I didn't breastfeed, my nipples look like freaking jelly tots. While during my pregnancy, I was just like, heaven forbid this kid does not use these nipples that were created for him. <laughs> because they just... Changed. They're, they're, they're not mine anymore. They're obviously his. <laughs> yes. So he better freaking use, use them. them. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's your body, obviously the weight gain and like, I just last week gave away all of my pre-pregnancy clothes. I was just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm still five kilograms heavier than my pre-pregnancy weight. And you know what? Not about to start dieting right now. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm done. I've, I think 18 months now down the line, my identity crisis has come to a head. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I'm not that old Sam anymore. And I'd really tried, Shalina, even going back to work for the first six months after 
um, my maternity leave, I went back to work, like just trying so earnestly to hold on to just a little bit of my past self. Yeah. And I just, no, I'm, you're not the same person. And that brings me to something that I shared with you the other day and we'll link um, our listeners up to it as well. And that's um, a blog post by someone called Janelle Hanchett and she's got a blog called Renegade Mothering. Um, and so, please, I encourage, okay, unless you're a brand new mom, it might scare you. Yeah. It really might scare you. But, um, you know, if, you, if you're struggling with your identity as a, as a mom, um, you know, years down the line now, or even like, you know, a couple of months into it, I encourage you to read this post because it's, there's something quite beautiful about it. Would you, you agree? Know, maybe when you're about six months into your first baby. If, you've, if yeah. you're having your first baby, give it six months before you read this article, I would say. Okay. Because, I agree. I agree. I agree. Because I remember with Josh, um, I was nervous all the time. I felt anxious all mm. the time. And I'm not an anxious person. So for me, just having to change his diaper with just family around made me feel like I was having a panic attack because I didn't want people to watch me. I didn't want to do it wrong. Don't look at me. What, don't look what, at me. What if he screams too much and yeah. people are going to be like thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. But, um, and so I think reading articles like this one might make you feel like you are, um, I don't know if you're already emotional because you're still coping with hormones. A hundred percent. But, but having said that, after reading that article, I cannot, it, I read it as though I wrote some of those things yeah. myself. I, it was though someone had taken what I was feeling and I've never really been able to express it in as many words. Yeah. Just, just, just for reference, that one, the one blog post we're talking about is called, um, I became a mother and died to, to live. live. Yes. And I mean, it sounds harsh, but once you, you read through it, there's so much that you can relate to. And I think as moms, you know, it's this beautiful thing and motherhood and it's a gift and it's a blessing and it's all of those wonderful things. I know it and I, I live it and I believe it. Yeah. And I do feel it. Yeah. But some days it's a thankless fucking job. No. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, you know, we can joke about it and that, but it does get to you. No, it does. And I when, think it gets to all of us. Exactly. And when no one cares that you sit in your rocking chair and your baby with Jess, she didn't want to latch after a while anymore. And mm. the breastfeeding was going fine. And I just, I sat and she was screaming her freaking head off. And I was just sobbing with the nursery door closed and my toddler mother of the year by the way plonked him down in front of the tv so that he could be occupied while i battled to feed his sister and he obviously got up looking for mom because where is she she's staying away way too long and he's just banging at the other side of the door boom 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 oh. mommy mommy and i'm like josh i'm just trying to feed your sister tears streaming oh. down my face and i'm just like i had this i had my life i had everything about this and you know what, when, when did I sign up for not mattering anymore as no, a person? No, exactly. I exactly. want to matter still, yes. you know. You, you do feel like you should matter still. <laughs> the thing, and the, yes, it's a wonderful thing. You matter to those two little people in your life. And it's beautiful and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, you're, I hear you. I hear you. You want to be heard. You want to... Be angry sometimes that you don't get to 
to have the things or want the things that you want anymore. Yeah. Sometimes you actually just want to shower in peace and you don't even get that. Hold on a sec. On that note, does anyone (laughs) anyone ever, when dad is at home or granny or someone's visiting, does anyone ever go off and say, I'm just quickly going to the loo. And then you don't actually need the loo. You just sit in there for 20 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> you know, good idea. I haven't done that. But when I do need to pee, I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here a little bit longer. Longer than I need to. Longer they than I need know. to. They won't know that yeah. I... Because, I mean, it's a legit excuse. Mommy has to go to the toilet, Joshy. Stay by Daddy. And then you just stay a little longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I do. I, I, I have at times done that. Although, I've got to say, like, I, I, I get to a point where I, like look at my husband and I'm like I'm, I need to go to the toilet and Elijah's like already running after me and nobody does anything to stop him from going to the toilet with me and so sometimes I sit with Elijah in the bathroom for a moment longer you know and I'm just like oh no yeah there's I no went, point to this I've still got my freaking kid with me I went through a stage where Josh wanted to sit on my lap mm. on the loo I'm there mm. I'm there now yeah mm-hmm. 18 months Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. that was round about the time that Josh did that to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Look, yeah, okay. Let's let's go back to that moment, that very raw Josh knocking on the door, you trying to feed Jess. I mean, I've been there. I've been there countless times. And I and I think a lot of our listeners have been there too. And I don't think we talk enough about it. Mm. And that's that's what brings me to to this and why we're doing this and and to the one great equalizer um you know i just i feel very strongly about creating this community and this safe space we've got the the mamahood groups on facebook which really serve a purpose and for the breastfeeding moms we've got lalesh league um and and countless mommy blogs and big apps to all the mommy blogs out there um you know, I've been following a lot of them on Instagram and on Facebook and and you guys are doing a wonderful job. I just, I really felt strongly about a podcast, um, giving moms a chance on the go to just <laughs> tune in. You know, sometimes I listen to my podcasts while Elijah toddles around and, you know, it's a, it's kind of guilt-free entertainment. So that's that's why I'm doing this, so that you can still engage in this community without being on your phone and you can still if you're a stay-at-home mom you can cook and you can clean and you can have your podcast on in the background or if you a soccer mom and you're driving around you know but I really feel like we are so varied but so have so much in common at the same time you know um I don't want to separate there's a whole thing on you know mommy wars you know are you breastfeeding or you're formula feeding are you do you push a pram or are you a baby wearing mom mm. um are you, you a natural wear- have natural birth versus c-section yes 100 percent. and and um are you do you stay at home or do you are you a full-time working mommy you or know? does your baby co-sleep or sleep in its own room yes. or does your baby go to creche or, or do you have a nanny or do you stay at home with the kids yes, yes. And um, I feel like a lot of moms, including myself, frankly, get defensive about their decisions. Mm. And um, yeah, you, you feel judged. And you, you feel like you need to make an excuse for every decision you make. And, and this is not what this platform is about. This mm. platform is about, 
you know what? We've all made decisions that we feel are best for our family. And mm. you know what? Like, I, I, I really believe that we're all going through exactly the same struggles. Because um, mom A is a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't mean that she has it any easier, by no means, than a full-time working mom. I've been both. Uh-huh. And I see the very real struggle in both. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, let's just like cut the crap, guys. Let's let's get real, and let's let's also stop this dichotomy between some women like really have it all together, mm. and they look like, and I'm I'm pretty sure they're freaking lying. Mm. Okay, those moms with the perfect nappy bags that haven't forgotten a single thing. <laughs> And they manage to put on their makeup in the day and their hair looks flawless and they just and they have all the patience in the world. But then you also have the other side of the coin that's like the mom that doesn't find time to shower, that comes and, and, and she just hates her life and she hates her kids and there has to be a happy medium. Mm. I don't want to be either of those moms. Mm. Firstly, the perfect mom is unattainable. Mm-hmm. Even those moms that I see in my playgroups and, and at school and whatever, it's, it's not real what they're the the image that they're showing me i don't believe remember also that's one day that you you so you got i'm seeing you got a various yeah. play groups or various events and things you're not always seeing the same moms at every event yeah so for example i if i do a wednesday play group i the rest of the week i look like shit and like i'm about to die but, but you managed oh to my god i be, better pull myself together for wednesday's play group so yep. that i don't look like shit so that's what we're seeing we're seeing the one day that that poor mom managed to pull herself together so maybe instead of thinking oh i'm so freaking inadequate or why can't i look like that or how does she get to have her shit together so much maybe we could just be like oh you look so beautiful today you've inspired me and congratulations congratulations i know i know how hard it is i know how hard it is yes 100 well done to you 100 and for the mom that flippin is grumpy and no patience let's all you know there was a mom and she she actually you know she's listening to this she did not look like she was having a bad time i just kind of knew and i offered to watch her kid and it was the first time anybody had ever offered to watch her kid and it took me two hours in the morning and you know obviously not everybody has the the time to do that um frankly neither do i (laughs) (laughs) yeah how about you just pile on a little bit more responsibility (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) anyway it helped her and it did a lot for me to see you know this friend of mine she to be honest she actually looks like she's got it all together so anyways um for those moms that kind of don't look like they have it all together let's not like let's not let them make us feel better about ourselves let's help them let's help each other and that's also why I've come up with the tagline, uh, hashtag no judges. And um, let's spread the word, guys. No judges. You, you do you. You do what's best for your family. You know, um, like we say, the, the breastfeeding formula and all, all of those things that we listed. It's just... It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, all that matters is that you survive this journey with these little tiny humans and that you manage to get to the other side and look back on it and think, you know what? It was, my dad always says, going to the army when the men still went to the army back in the day, going to the army was both the most difficult, terrifying, horrible experience 
and, and simultaneously it was it was one of the best times of my life that so as difficult as it was you forget the difficult times and you only remember the good times and and being in it the second time round with Jess now I can honestly relate because as much as I felt all those things as a first time mom now as a second time mom it's it's another new journey yeah. again because you you still have your hang-ups and you still have all of those questions and 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 but you know what oops I dropped the last fuck I gave you just <laughs> you just do not care as much anymore not about the kids you care about them as much as you do yeah but people's judgment and people's opinions and people and I find myself being much more snappy with Josh I would push him around the, the supermarket and people would be like oh do you breastfeed or they ask all sorts of questions so you've kind of learned to put them in their place yeah so now nice. I don't know who the are you you're in a supermarket you 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 don't know my life you don't know me yeah. you have no idea what happens in my life so I, I don't care about your opinions yeah. and also don't touch my freaking child don't reach over into 100%. my cram and touch their little faces yes. i'll tell you to go away yeah. Yeah. Just, before I wouldn't. I would, I would smile politely and be like, eh, eh, and like and swear under the like eyes out. Yeah. Now I, you just don't do that. So you know what? This the 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 idea or the point is, and if Sam and I can give any mom that's listening just the opportunity to listen for five minutes and be like, you know what? I can relate to that, and you're right because this life, nothing in this life is to, is is uh, permanent. None of us get out of it alive. So let's not take things so seriously. Just take one day at a time. Whatever gets Whatever you it is, yeah. through today is what you need to do to get through today. Yeah. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be easy times. And then there's going to be times that you absolutely hate it. And then there's, there's going to come a point that you're going to sit. And Sam, you'll get there with Elijah, I think, when... Honestly, for me... And I don't know if it happened quicker because the second one was on its way. And I had to just... Get my mind yeah. into that that space, but it did happen for me when Josh was turning, was getting closer to being two, mm -hmm. and somehow I realized all those things that made me feel like a bad parent or that made me feel it's not that bad. It's not the end of the world. So today Josh is a little asshole. You know what? <laughs> and I don't discipline him as much as I should today. But tomorrow I'll discipline again because I have the energy to do it. And you don't want to fight every day. No. Sometimes you just want to get through the freaking day. And, and that's yeah. also okay. And the point is to get to the other side of this journey with your sanity and some sense of self. And to look back and just be, be able to be proud of yourself. Yeah. Not be too hard on yourself. Not to look back and be like, shit, I'm not doing this well enough. I'm not doing that well enough. You're not alone. Hundreds of moms are going through what you're going through. And it's okay. Yeah. And you know what? I think a goal for me is if we can get one mom through the day with, with our podcast and with what we're discussing, then I've done my job. So, guys, I'm super excited to set up this community um, in the coming weeks. You know, we're going to have our Facebook page up. Uh, we're going to, I'm hoping to have a WhatsApp hotline for you guys to call into. If you are that Charlene sitting, you know, in your rocking chair, just sobbing. tears, sobbing, tears rolling down your face with your toddler on the other end, just banging down the door. Uh, take, pick up your phone, call our hotline 
and just leave a voice note or type up a message or do do something because sometimes you just need to say it out loud mm. and you know what if you want to say it out loud to us we're happy to be here we're happy to hear it we're gonna have an email address for you to offload on and um well we'll just open up you know the the discussion mm. let's do this let's let's support each other i feel like there's there needs to be a lot less judging and a lot more supporting um we're also you don't have to listen to our voices all the time this is our first episode so um you know it's not just going to be me and charlene talking we've got some great interviews lined up in the in the coming weeks we're going to be interviewing other moms and professionals in and around joburg hopefully giving you some advice some things to do with your kids um and I'm just, I'm really stoked. I'm really stoked to be doing this. So I'm also excited. It's really, it's such a nice platform. And, and you know what? It's also, uh, I suppose, a little bit, um, I, I don't know what the right word is, but it, it, it gives us a sense of release. You know, sometimes when you, you have a lot on your mind and you just feel like life's getting too heavy, just to spend 15 or 10 minutes offloading. Just, my mom calls it load shedding. Alice, can I do a bit of load shedding with you? If I can just do some load shedding in five or ten minutes, you walk away, you feel already, nothing's changed, but you just feel a little bit better. So if we can just share with each other, screenshot, cry, laugh, maybe we could laugh at ourselves a bit more. Yeah, I think there's room for it.